Hello everyone, my name is Dr. Fergal Armstrong and this is Cracking Addiction with Laura Petracek. Laura, we were talking about the give mnemonic uh, and we've talked about G for genuine or gentle and then we're now moving to I for interested. Tell us about the I. Yeah, so I stands for showing interest in other people, being available, being attentive, really listening to what they have to say. It's uh, giving others space to open up, um, using body language that shows you're interested Mm. instead of, you know, or uh, rolling your eyes or something, you know, um, to, to, you know, in a way, fake it even that you're showing Mm. interest because you may be upset inside, but. For, for right now, they're talking, so give them that respect because you would want that in return. I once did a, an experiment where we measured how long it was, how long we could stand talking about our favorite subject to a partner who ha- whose job it was was to pretend to be bored and disinterested or uninterested. It's really hard, even when you're talking about a subject that's passionate to you, about which you are passionate, to actually keep going in the face of someone going, this is so boring. It's really hard to do that. Have you ever tried? It's very hard to do it. And I would bring it up. You know, you, you yeah. don't what seem would you say? Am I boring you? Well, I might say that or I'm hurt. You don't seem interested. And this is interest. You know, this is important to me. You know, I'm not interested in half the things you tell me, but you're my partner. So I'm going to show interest. Like, I don't really care how a car works, but you like to explain that. So it's it's a very good point. Yes. Yeah. I, I suppose. Yes. I don't really care how a car works. I don't really care how a car works. Yeah. My wife frequently accuses me of wandering, and my attention is wandering. So we can be having a conversation over the telephone, and I'm, you know, trying to. I'm at I'm at work, and I'm trying to fill in a form or do something online or answer an email at the same time as talking to her. She can tell. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think most people can. I keep it like yeah. the other day, a friend was eating. I said, you know, can you call me back? Are you eating? Can you call me back after, you know, or it's very easy to pick up and you feel dismissed in a way or not, uh, you know, respected when, if you're not paying attention. So I can understand she could catch that. And then unfortunately in our society of multitasking or maybe not multitasking, but of all this electronics, it's very easy to get distracted or want to do two things at once. But yeah, you don't really have the person's attention and then they suck. And also, you know, that triggers me. You know, one thing that I absolutely hate is people at a dinner table tagging in where they are, what they're doing and who they're with on Facebook at the dinner table. Yeah. That's another ground rule I have. No yeah. phones at the dinner table unless no it's an emergency, table. you know, then, yeah. but yeah, because again, it's rude. And I think it's so much a part of our life and it's like a appendage. That's how 
much if it's a part of ourselves. Um, but yeah. it is true to other people. Yeah. It is. So we've talked about be interested, and that means, you know, not just actually pay pay attention in a mindful way. It also means giving validation in terms of body language and, and feedback. So let's talk about body language. So, yeah, body language could be um, like really listening, maybe leaning in mm -hmm. or um, keeping eye contact. That's a good point. You How know? much eye contact is appropriate? I mean, you don't want to stare at someone constantly and you don't want to just avoid them. You don't want to be because people who make, you know, one of the symptoms of, of, you know, autism spectrum disorder is a lack of eye contact. So, yes. You know, how much eye contact is the right amount to, to be to appear interested? Do you know? I mean, it's it's relative. Uh, there's not like a normal amount. Um, but showing engagement, showing interest, you know, I mean, you yourself know when you're thinking of something else or bored and then you're going to deflect the eye contact. Or if you're upset, sometimes purposely people don't look at the other person because they're angry with them. But overall, yeah. I think showing interest is, again, having a, for lack of a better word, a normal amount of eye contact. I mean, you know, when you're not giving that person the eye contact um, and no, it doesn't mean staring. It's like as yeah. when I'm doing a therapy session, I'm not looking at the client the whole time staring at them, but there's always a natural break. Um, I find I but I can't quantify that. So leaning forward, eye contact. I think also for me, there's the, you know, the the. the the feedback loop is maintained by, um, you know, he <clears throat> head nodding and things like that. Yes, head nodding. That's another mm. one. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are there any other examples? Well, you could give feedback like I hear you or I understand. But usually, well, you may want to wait for that after they're done talking. But sometimes in the middle of yeah. talking, it, it helps to just share that. So we've talked about interested in terms of being paying mindful attention and giving feedback. What does the V stand for? V stands for validate. Mm. And validate means you're validating the other person's feelings. It doesn't mean you're agreeing with them, but you're validating what they're feeling, thinking, or experiencing. So it's basically, to me, reflecting. <clears throat> so, oh, I hear you say you're upset. You want to go to this restaurant instead of the other one. Why didn't I have your back? Is that, am I hearing you correctly? So it's it's reflecting. Yeah. And then um, to kind of see the situation through their eyes, if possible. And I think the bottom line is to communicate your understanding with compassion. No, instead of that's a very good way of defining validation. I often ponder on the difference between validation and empathy. And for me, <clears throat> empathy is wearing the other person's shoes. But validation mm -hmm. is acknowledging the truth of their 
um, their experience and communicating that acknowledgement. Yes, reflecting. But yes, yeah. it's 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 not agreeing with them, is it? No, it's no. not necessarily agreeing at all. But mm. so I have this uh, two-step type of communication. I when I work with couples. I have one person say, oh, this is what's going on for me. And then the other person reflects and then they respond. Because all too often someone will share how they're feeling and then we just jump to responding. Well, I wanted to go to this restaurant, so I don't understand why you're upset. Instead of reflecting first, it helps slow things down. It helps, you know, to see if you really understand what the other person is sharing. So, oh, okay, I understand you didn't like that restaurant. You want another one. And then you respond. But, you know, this is what I wanted. It also, by that process, two-step reflection, then respond, slows things down. But when we're just, you know, you said this, I said that, you know, when we're just reacting, reacting, it's like a pinball machine, and pretty soon no one hears anyone. So I suppose really it, it focuses on the communicating the truth of the other person's experience. Well, yeah, understanding because we don't necessarily think we may not Even think though we might truth. disagree with them. Yeah, because it's mm -hmm. the other person's truth is not it might not necessarily That's be your right. truth. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's another concept I want to think about in terms of validation is, is when to actually validate. You know, you should. You know, when when is it appropriate to validate? Because you don't validate everything, do you? Well, you do. I think it's a really good skill to use when you're having a conversation. You know, it's it's mm. really hard sometimes to sit and not jump in, you know, with our mm. point of view. So person well, okay, says, so here's a question. Go ahead. Do, should should one validate the invalid? Well, you come, when you come back with your response, you say, I see it differently. So to you, it's mm -hmm. invalid. Like, I'll just give an example I had recently. I had a house guest say, oh, I'm going to go out to, you know, get something to eat. What would you and your daughter like? So we said it. And then she came back and she was like, I, this is so expensive. I feel you're taking advantage of me. And we were like, you know, $70 for a dinner for two in the Bay Area is not expensive. But I tried, you know, working. This is really hard when that kind of challenging conversation comes up. So I didn't necessarily validate the, to me, what she was saying was invalid. But I still validated how she felt. I hear you feel taken advantage of. I hear that you felt... Um, this wasn't fair. And then this is my response. You had offered to buy dinner. You didn't say there was a cap. This is average for the Bay Area. And, mm. you know, how could you be such All a right. cheap answer? <laughs> you didn't actually say that, did you? <laughs> but see, that's where these skills are. <laughs> These skills are important All right. so, because it, even though you want to say it, oh my God, you want to say it so many times, whatever the yeah. phrase is, but it pushes the person yeah. away. And this 
you know, what I love this line of Dr. Linehan, it's not effective. So I think, okay, is this going to be effective if I say that? No. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard. All right, to Laura, we've, we've run out of time, unfortunately, again, Laura, but I really want to uh, ask you to come back and we'll talk, we'll talk further on this. Thanks very much. Okay. Thank you, Fergal. So that's all for today, folks. My name is Dr. Fergal Armstrong, and this has been Bragging Addiction. Thank you.